I'm addicted to the work. Lifting till it hurt, chest sticking to my shirt. I heard sky's the limit when Biggie spit his verse. So to test it, I went and put some inches on my vert. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Iron Mike when it's fight or flight. Going for it, I could die tonight. You need my advice, then subscribe to the podcast. Plenty time left. All I need is you to listen with a winner's mindset. Yeah. Mindset. Uh, today, I'm going to change it up just a little bit. Um, and today we're going to talk about um, developing an elite level athlete, you know, so where this came from, very simple. So a lot of the, um, you know, athletes that we have, have really created or, or went on to create a very high level of success. <clears throat> I mean, right now we have, I don't know, 10 or 12 NFL players, uh, NBA Major League Soccer, pretty much all the major sports. Uh, and then, of course, we have a lot of elite level high school athletes as well that are, you know, multiple scholarship offers. Uh, we have some young guys that are going to be the next up. They'll be the 20, 30 offer type athletes. Uh, and then we have probably, I don't know, 20 maybe, probably 20, 25 D1 athletes that are already currently competing at the Division One level. And so... The reason I mention that, the reason I bring that up is because uh, a lot of people have asked over the last couple of weeks, you know, man, you guys have these different athletes. You know, how are you producing these type of athletes? And, and so today I just want to talk about it in a little bit more detail um, and what it takes to develop, you know, elite level athletes. Um, so if I can go ahead and get started, man, today will be about a about maybe a 15 or so 20 minute um, conversation that I just want to have. So uh, anybody that has any questions on athlete performance, questions on training, uh, questions on how we operate here at phase one sports, today's episode is going to be for you to answer those questions. All my young trainers out there, all my gym owners out there, all my, um, you know, trainers that are, that started where I started, which was in the parks, you know, with cones and, and just getting it in, man, and developing athletes and, and uh, doing something that you're passionate about, something that you love, this is for you. You know, I want I want to be able to share my experience and my knowledge and my 17 years of, of doing what we do here at Phase 1. So so uh, with that, I'm going to get right into it. So chime in if you guys got any questions, throw it out there. Man, you know the rules. Open book, open conversation. So number one, developing an elite-level athlete. So here's just my thoughts. This is my opinion, my experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. So number one, I think in our industry, I'll start with our younger athletes first. With our younger athletes, you know, we have athletes as young as six, seven, eight years old, all the way up. So with our younger athletes, when you're dealing with a younger athlete or training or developing a younger athlete, there's a couple key things that you want to look for. You know, number one, you want to look for the young athlete that really wants to be there. You know, not has to be there, not the athlete that parent is, you know, overzealous and parent is like die hard. My kid's going to train. My kid's going to do that. And that's cool. That's a whole nother topic. But what I'm talking about is making sure a young athlete has the mindset to be an elite level athlete. You know, that's a certain mindset. 
that's not just coincidence. Let me adjust this camera real quick. So, so that's not, not just coincidence. You know, in my opinion, even with the young athletes, 10, 9, 10, 11 years old, you know, those athletes come in and you see it early. You see it because they show up every day. They're excited about getting better. They're excited about training. You know, when the training session gets a little tough and they get a little bit, you know, they're exhausted, they're fatigued, they don't quit. They keep working. You know, that same young athlete also wants wants the approval of the trainer. You know, they want the trainer to be able to, you know, feel good about it. They're the one, you know, asking the trainer after, how did I do today? You know, they're the ones that come up to the trainer when the trainer's done. It's like, you know, compared to last week, I feel like I'm getting faster or, you know, do my arms look better? You know, it's, it's something about that young athlete's energy and that young athlete's mindset that that you can see it early. They want to be better. They want to be great. They're not just in here because mom said, dad said, they're not just in here for that. They are in here with a strong desire to be a high level elite athlete. It's literally what they have. It's built in. You'll see that early. Now, I'm not saying that if an athlete doesn't have that, they can't develop it. But what I am saying is that's the first thing that I look for. That's what I look for. So now let's flip the trainer side. What is a trainer's goal when they see that in an athlete? Simple. Develop it. Feed into it. You know, that's the same athlete that that you can push them a little bit more. You know, that's the same athlete that is, is that you can say, hey, man, I, that wasn't 100%. I need more on that one. That's the athlete that's going to say, yes, sir, I got you. I'm on it. That's that athlete. So if, so if you have that and you see that in an athlete, Make sure you're cultivating and you're developing that and you're pushing that. You know, that that athlete, that athlete might require a little bit more attention, not in a negative way, but a positive way, because that athlete is typically going to end up being more advanced than the other athletes at, at their age group. That's where you get the 10, 11 year old. And, you know, right now they could train with a 15 year old right now because they just have a different mindset. So you might have to give them that extra push, that extra, you know, time, that extra energy to help develop them. So that way you continue to maximize that passion. So that's number one, when you in recognizing an elite level athlete and then, of course, developing that athlete. Now, let's go to to the next to the next chapter. So that would that was a great example for like, you know, I would say sixth through eighth grader. You know, they show up, they're focused. They really want to be there. You know, everybody has a bad day, but for the most part, they're there 100 percent because they want to be there. Not because dad wants them to be there. You know, they want to start on their baseball team, basketball team, football team. They want to start. They want to be better. Not parent is saying, oh, I just want my kid to be greater. I think my kid is the next whoever. It's not about that at this stage. I want to see what the kid wants. How hard is the young athlete willing to work? So that's the first first phase. Phase two. Phase two. Got that? Phase two sports. So phase two is let's talk about our high school athletes. You know, for me, this is that eighth grade, you know, eighth grade summer, you know, eighth grade going into high school. This is the time for me. This is when I get excited. Oh, I just got real excited because I just kicked my little thing. But. This is where I get excited. Here's why. 
because to me, this is the age that an athlete should have it figured out. When I say figured out, it doesn't mean they're already elite. It doesn't mean they can go to the gym and train themselves. That's not what I'm talking about. What I mean by figuring it out, there should be no question that by the time you enter ninth grade, that you are 100% committed to being an athlete, period. If you're not committed by that stage, if your athlete is not committed by that stage, then it's going to make it very tough. So for me, when I have our young athletes, when they get into that eighth, ninth grade, our conversation changes. The intensity changes. The, 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 way we, the way we push them, the way we work mental, it all changes because now you're on the clock. Now you are in the, in the bucket with the other 5 million athletes throughout the country that you're going to be competing against. That if your goal is to get a scholarship, which most of our athletes, that's their goal. So now you're competing with all those athletes. You're in the bucket now. There's no hiding. There's no mistake. You're in the fire. So if you're going into that ninth grade year as a young athlete and you do not have that figured out yet, I don't know what to say. Does it mean that I'm giving up on you? No. Does it mean that we're not going to provide all the resources and tools that you need? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when we talk about elite level athletes, and remember, I haven't even said they became elite yet. I'm just saying developing them, turning them into elite. Because I can tell you, and a lot of our athletes will tell you personally, that when they walked in that door, all of them were not elite level athletes, period. Some of them were average at best. Some of them weren't even average. But some of them had the ability to work and learn and train and be committed and be focused and be disciplined. And now they're elite level athletes. Now they compete at the highest level. Now. So high school. So parents, before your athlete gets to ninth grade, they should have it. Here's some examples to know if they have it. In ninth grade, eighth grade summer, ninth grade summer, if you're still reminding or telling your athlete that, hey, we got training today at six o'clock, and they're like, oh, okay, we're already behind. That athlete should already be having their day planned when they wake up, knowing that tonight I have training at phase one or whatever facility, or we got practice at this time. They should already be accountable for their schedule. And their mission. They should be accountable. They should be telling you, hey, mom, let's go. I I don't want to be late. It's already 530. I got to be there. Like, we got to go. Like, that should be their mindset. When they walk into the gym, you should notice right away when they walk in, if that training session starts at 6 p.m., that athlete that's focused, that potential elite level athlete that's focused, they're going to walk into the gym. They're literally going to walk into that building. At 5.40, 5.45, session starts at 6. They're going to say what's up to everybody. They might say what up to the trainer. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. Boom. And then they're going to transition. About 10 till, they're going to be in the corner, foam roll, stretch, you know, earphones, whatever it is, because they're already transitioning to how am I going to get better today? That's the transition. They have to be in that mindset. Like I said, if they don't have it, can we cultivate it? Can we teach it? Can we develop it? Yes. 
But what I'm telling you is this is what I like to see early. I want to see it in, in, in ninth grade. You know, someone just chimed in, self-motivated. That's it. I want to see that you're self-motivated. That way I can keep pouring my trainers, my staff, the coaches, everybody can keep pouring in because they're self-motivated, which means they're going to receive that. They're, they're going to want to get better. So they got to have that self-motivation. So that, that's the second phase. When you see that now and you see it at ninth grade, 10th grade level, now you get excited. This is when I look at an athlete. This is where I start pulling athletes aside. Come here real quick. Let me talk to you. Hey, man, I like what you're doing. You know, I, I see you working. I see you getting better. You know what I mean? Once, once I see that, once I recognize that, now as a trainer, as a parent, as a coach, now I want to pour even more into that athlete. Now I want to give them the extra. That's the one that when I see they're struggling with something, hey, pull them aside after class. Hey, come here, man, let's do a couple more. I want to work on this. I want to work on that. And that athlete is going to not only appreciate it, they're going to take every single word that you say and they're going to they're going to apply it because they have a desire to get better. And if they apply that, now it's going to make you want to feed into it more and more because you see, man, everything I teach this 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 kid, they, they run with it. They see it. And, and once you get that now, now. You're in the making of an elite level athlete. Now you potentially can look up and be like, in the next two years, this kid is going to get multiple scholarship offers. This kid is going to transition to the division one level. This kid could potentially even play at the professional level. Because you can see it. Now, yeah, we can go into all the other stuff, how tall they are, the height, the weight, all that stuff. And, and all that is a factor. Genetics are genetics. Don't get me wrong. But what, what this conversation is about is developing that athlete, recognizing that athlete, and then pouring in all the resources to that athlete. Now, let's go to, to phase three. Let's call it phase three. Phase one was the youth, the young kids, that you recognize it, you see it. They got the desire. They got the ambition. They're showing up. It's not about the parent saying, I'm, I'm going to sign you up at phase one because you need to work on this. No, it's the opposite. It's the kid saying, dad, mom, I need, look at this place, phase one that I just saw on Instagram. I need to go here. They're right down the street. They're on Blue Diamond. I need to be here. Why? Because I need to get better. That's the, that's the mindset. When you have that in sixth grade, sky's the limit. You have that in seventh grade, sky's the limit. Phase two, high school athletes. They show up. Their mind's in the right place. They're not just playing around the whole workout. You don't have to remind them in the middle of a training session, hey, hey, quit talking in the back. We're over here. I want you to listen. You shouldn't have to do that. Not with the elite. With the average, maybe. But the elite athletes, you should not have to, in the middle of a one-hour training session, tell them to be quiet twice. Why? That means they're not focused on why they're there. So as a trainer, as a coach, they should have that discipline, that focus. Yeah, every once in a while, you might have to reel them in. That's normal. Every once in a while. But if it's a consistent thing, then that kid, that athlete, is just not there. They're just not ready. They're just not there. They need some more time. So let's go to the next part. And I'm going to break phase three apart into two years. 
your junior and your senior season, your junior and senior year. Now, we talked about freshman, sophomore year, which is good development years. That's where you start seeing that, that discipline. They're showing up. They're focused. They're ready. But by their junior year, as a trainer, as a coach, now you can just fine-tune the little things. Now you can focus on just getting a little bit faster, getting that strength up, perfecting that power clean form. Because by junior year, this athlete should be so dialed in that they should come in and ask the trainer, hey, what do we got today? And when the trainer says, hey, we starting with this, this, that athlete is going over there to set it up. That athlete is going over there to set it all up, get the rack ready, rack, get the weights ready, get the warm-up started. They're, hey, what 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 correct is? What do you want us to do today? I want you to do the band. Cool, I got it. They're going to grab five bands for all five athletes. That's a leader. That's the leadership. That's the next quality that we're looking for. Yeah, shout out to Mark, Mark Philippi, PSI. Appreciate you tuning in. Hey, so that's the next level. So now once we go to, from the desire to the second to phase three, which is that junior senior year, now we start seeing the leadership. Now we see the discipline. Now we see that athlete bringing their protein shake to the gym right when they get done. They're drinking their protein. When they get done with the training, they're stretching on the side. You know, they're 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 still working on technique. Now you look back, now you sit back and you go, that kid right there is special. Look at that. That kid walks in, they're doubting, they're focused, they're showing leadership. That's the kid that on the last sprint or the last, you know, whatever sled push and other athletes are dying, other athletes can barely finish. That's the one that's cheering them on. Hey, come on, let's go. You can finish it. You know, that's the one that kid has one more and they say, I'm going to do it with you. That's that kid. That's the one. That becomes the 1% athlete in the group. That's the 1%. That's the one that, as a trainer, as a coach, that's the one you pour everything you got into because they have something. And and when I say pour everything into, I'm not talking about in hopes that they go to the NFL or to the NBA so you can be rewarded later. It's not that. But as a trainer, as a coach, that's the one you want to pour into because that's the one that you know is going to receive it and value it and appreciate it. And even if they never play one college down, they're going to come back to you when they're 25 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. They're going to shake your hand. They're going to say, thank you. Because that athlete, you've not only taught them how to be an elite level athlete, but you've taught them how to be an elite person. You've taught them the discipline, the leadership, the character, everything that's going to carry for them to be great throughout the rest of their life. That's what you just get poured into that young person. So phase three is very important, and that's the leadership role. That is the leadership role. And now the last piece, the last piece that we'll talk about, and we'll just be a couple more minutes, and, and I'm going to let everybody get back to whatever they were doing before they tuned in. And uh, we'll do a little Q&A if you guys got any questions, so you can start throwing those out right now. But the last phase, that's that senior year, high school, the gray go off to college, and now the word changes. Now what we're looking at is we're looking at professionalism. That's that's how I that's what I call it. Professionalism. Now it's your senior year. You finished maybe even your senior year sport. 
So now it's just six months until you go off to college, three months until you go off to college. Now, can you be a pro? Can you have a professional mindset? Can you not only show up early, but can you show up on your off day, walk in the gym and everybody goes, why are you here? You're off today. Oh, no, I just wanted to do a little warm up and a little bit of stretch. Or, you know what? I want to jump on the Norma Tech boots. I want to jump in the cryo, in the cryotherapy chamber. You know what I mean? Hey, I want to get a massage, you know, get a little faster stretch. And you're like, man, on your off day. Love it. That's the one. That's professionalism. That's the athlete that's going to go off to college. That's the athlete that's going to compete day in, day out in college. And that's the one that that when nobody's there to, to, to knock on the door and say, hey, you got to get up for class. That's the one that's going to get up early and going to be at class, paying attention, listening, doing their homework. That's the athlete that is going to be at practice early. That's the athlete that's going to read the playbook, study the playbook, know the playbook. And at the end of the day, that is going to be your elite level athlete, period, period. We can go into a thousand more details, a thousand more, you know, different characteristics. But I'm telling you, if you just simplify it and you keep your eyes open, that's what you're looking for, for the babies, the youth, the young athletes. You're looking for that kid, that young athlete that's motivated, that comes in. That wants to be there. The one that if, if their parents said, hey, man, I, I don't know if we can keep going to phase one. Uh, we might have to check. That's the one that, that's in tears. I got to go to phase one. I got to get better. I got to keep training. I got to go see my trainer. That's that one. Not the opposite. Not the parent that said, hey, man, we got to do this. Well, dad, I don't want to train today. I don't want to go to phase one. I don't want to work out. I don't want to go to the. Not saying it won't change, but I'm just saying characteristics and what we're looking for. Phase two, freshman, sophomore, discipline, coming in early, focus, being able to focus for an hour, hour 30, however long that training session is, being able to focus 100% effort, giving away 100% effort every single rep of every single drill of the entire session. That's what we're looking for. That's phase two. Phase three, that's that junior, senior year. Now you got to be a leader, baby. You've got to be a leader. You got to walk in. You got to set it up. You got to break it down. You got to rack weights. You got to lead. You got to be a trainer. You got to be in the session going, at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure these people finish. I got you. Hey, coach, what we got today? Boom, I got it. I'm going to go start the warm-up right now. We ready. It's it's 6 o'clock. I'm going to start the workout. Leadership. Junior, senior year has to be there. Senior year going into college, professionalism. Taking care of your body, taking care of your nutrition, taking care of your academics, your schoolwork, being disciplined. Because guess what? Mom and dad aren't there. When you go off to college, you're on your own. Nobody's knocking on the door. Nobody's giving you a ride. You got to figure it out yourself. So that's professionalism. And that's the last piece to being an elite or recognizing or developing an elite level athlete. So with that, man, I'm going to get into some Q&A. So hopefully y'all got a couple questions. I see a couple popping up. I'll try to get to those here. Uh, Let's go. Michelle says hello. Hello, Michelle. (laughs) All right. So uh, here's one from Douglas Monroe. What programs do you guys offer for for boxers? 
uh, basically we have right now Andrew Tabidi, Devin Haney. Um, I mean, we've had um, UFC from Misha Tay. We've had a lot of different uh, boxing programs. So all of our, we only focus on performance. So even as a boxer, if you're coming to us, you're coming for strength, conditioning, explosive power, core, you're coming for that, not for the boxing side. We don't do any technical boxing uh, training here. We do all the performance stuff. So so just uh, uh, if you're still tuned in, you can check in with us on that if you're looking for the performance side. Uh, we have a lot of TMT guys in here, um, boxers from all different camps. So we focus on performance. Uh, let's go. So here's a question from Jessica, Jessica Renee. So which school schedules and sports uh, – so uncertain this fall with current COVID-19. What is your advice for middle school athletes? One year left until, okay, perfect. Great question. So basically she wants to know, you know, with, with the uncertainty and the COVID-19 and the quarantine and all this stuff going on, you know, what would, what would a school schedule or basically what would be my advice for middle school athletes? So here's my thing. As a parent, of a middle school athlete or athlete in general that's dealing with the COVID-19, the quarantine, the uncertainty with time, uh, uncertainty with school schedule, even with fall sports, summer sports. I mean, everything's just in a weird spot. Here's what I would do. Number one thing, I would make sure that you have a schedule. I would keep my young athlete on a consistent schedule, um, whether that's from waking up in the morning, their nutrition, what they're eating, all the way down to, um, you know, their training routine. And, and granted, right now, like phase one is closed, so we're not doing the training. But at the end of the day, it could also be it could be a situation where if you have a trainer that's willing to meet you at the park, you know, get some training in at the park or on a, on an outdoor court or somewhere that you can get that activity in. You know, that would be my advice is to keep somewhat of a normal schedule, you know, while this athlete is in quarantine and there's no structured schedule practices and things like that. I would also limit the time that they spend on social media, uh, that they spend on, you know, Xbox and playing their games. Try to create as much of a normal schedule as possible. And, and if you don't have access to a trainer, you can even do it. You know, it, it's nothing, you know, nothing easier than saying, hey, we're about to go work out. or We're about to be in the living room. We're going to do some push-ups, some sit-ups, some air squats. Just try to keep something structured and active. That way they're still going to keep that mindset and now you won't have to completely reprogram reprogram your athletes when the quarantine is over. You know, so that would be my advice and 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 I would just, you know, communicate with the coaches, the trainers, anybody that was already in your athlete's circle just for any tips, any advice. You know, we post uh, I know I did a jump rope routine on my Instagram page. Um, I know we did I think we did a heel workout on there. I know we posted a couple of programs, so I would I would try to reach out and uh, you know try to get some of those stuff going just to keep it rolling. So, um, a message from Douglas, I'll be in contact with you guys. Cool, hey, appreciate it, Douglas, man. First of all, thanks for tuning in. Uh, but definitely, we'll be back open at the earliest June first. At the latest, we're thinking June fifteenth. Uh, we're still going by the governor's mandate, so of course we're dealing with that. Uh, we're trying to see if the governor is going to open up for his private gyms, our size, to be able to open up on June 1st. That's what we're really hoping for. Uh, but worst case, we're thinking June 15th, unless something dramatic happens with the spread of, of COVID-19 uh, with with the uh, phase one people that are, are getting back to work right now. So 
So God willing, everything stays smooth. Our numbers stay controlled and, and they allow us as a smaller gym to open June 1. But we're, we're going to follow that mandate for sure, just to make sure uh, we don't get in trouble. We've been around 17 years and we try to go another 17. So we're making sure. But uh, thanks on that one. Uh, let's go back here. Oh, let me see. What are the latest developments? Uh, looks like Michelle Taylor. What are the latest developments on when training can resume? Uh, Corbin, can't wait to get back with you guys. So there we go. I just kind of answered that. So uh, great question. Hopefully, fingers crossed, June 1st, but we're thinking June 15th. And, and like I said, of course, we're, we're all about safety. So we've already fully uh, quarantined our facility. I mean, we've disinfected, cleaned, sanitized to an extreme level. I mean, we've even taken out uh, different pieces of equipment and replaced it. I mean, we what we've done at phase one is utilize this time to get better. It's not the ideal scenario, obviously revenue and things like that from a business side. But instead of just tanking or just sitting on our hands, we actually started uh, our cleaning, our new protocols. Uh, I mean, from fever testers to post readers. I mean, we've done it all, you know, so we're ready. We're just waiting on the governor's uh, green light. So, so awesome on that one, but, but great question. Uh, Jessica, thanks for chiming back in. Um, I'm glad you appreciated that information. I definitely think, um, you know, I definitely think, uh, um, you know, those tips will be good structure for you and your young athlete right now. Um, are you guys in the Summerlin gym? So we still have both locations, of course, uh, and both are working pretty much on the same timeline. So our Summerlin location, which is on inside the Las Vegas Sports Park, um, that one as well as our South location will both be open at the same time, which, uh, like I said, June 1st, possibly June 15th. So, so keep checking in, guys, and we'll make sure we post that stuff and, and we'll do it. Yep, cool. Yep, no worries, Michelle. Anytime. So definitely looking forward to getting you guys back in. So um, with that said, man, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We're right at the 30 minute mark. Once again, this is Wednesday conversation. Uh, we're going to save this on every platform. So you'll see it on uh, Facebook. You'll see it on our YouTube page. You'll see it on Instagram for uh, 24 hours. Uh, and then also we'll probably spin this into our winner's mindset podcast. So if you guys have not followed yet, Go to your Apple iTunes, uh, your Apple store or podcast or whatever it's called. Go in there and find the winner's mindset with Mike Waters and subscribe to that podcast. A lot of good information. Uh, we're building out a nice list of special guests. I'm going to have some of my NFL guys on here real soon. Uh, Reggie Hops is going to jump on real soon. Uh, we're going to get Paul, who runs our Phase 1 Hawaii on real soon. Um, We're we, we coming. So we got a lot of good stuff, man. So thanks for tuning in, man. Appreciate all you guys. Thanks for the questions. Uh, looking forward to connecting with everybody soon. But in the meantime, share this with somebody that needs to hear it. Any parents, coaches, trainers, tag them, share it, get it to them so they can check it out, man. And uh, we all just going to keep getting better and keep working. Thanks for tuning in. Man. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm addicted to the work. Lifting till it hurt, chest sticking to my shirt. I heard sky's the limit when Biggie spit his verse. So to test it, I went and put some inches on my vert. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Iron Mike when it's fight or flight. Going for it, I could die tonight. You need my advice, then subscribe to the podcast. Plenty time left. All I need is you to listen with a winner's mindset. Yeah. Mindset.